Please join in singing our entrance hymn, Do Not Be Afraid. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of morning mass, which is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Pat McLear. Welcome uh, to members of the family who are here with us. Uh, welcome to Ruth and Alan and Ronnie, and welcome to John and Mary and Susan. Welcome to the grandchildren and all family relatives who are here with us. And of course, welcome to family friends and especially Pat's friends who are here with us today. Welcome to, to, to the nurses and the carers of, of Pat uh, over many years. Uh, and the family are very indebted uh, to yourselves for all the care that you gave uh, to Pat. <coughs> today we've come to uh, celebrate a life and to thank God for a life which has meant uh, so much to so many people, uh, to his family and to his friends. Uh, he was a good-hearted person, uh, somebody who was kind and generous as well, and we want to celebrate that today. As we begin our Mass then, we once again call to mind our sins in the hope of God's mercy and forgiveness. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, 
to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, Pat, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the prophet Daniel. I, Daniel, was doing penance when I received this message from the Lord. At that time, Michael will stand up, the great prince who mounts guard over your people. There is going to be a time of great distress, unparalleled since nations first came into existence. What that time comes, when that time comes, your own people will be spared. All those whose names are found written in the book. Of those who lie sleeping in the dust of the earth, many will awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting disgrace. The learned will shine as brightly as the vault of heaven, and those who have instructed many in virtue as bright as stars for all eternity. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built for God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands and the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by the faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say that, and actually want to be exiled from the body to make our home with the Lord. Wherever we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law, court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves from the things he did in the body, good or bad. This is the word of the Lord. to with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. As mentioned uh, last night, over these last few years, Pat was no stranger to illness. His legs were bandaged and his ability to move and to walk was very limited. Visits to the Sherry Heights where he lived, you would see him regularly in the foyer, sitting and greeting people who came to the flats. From being a very active man, strong and independent, he had to rely on nurses and carers and family to help him. And he was very grateful for all of this help that he received that allowed him to stay at his own home. The last weeks were even more hard to watch uh, for the family. The illness itself got much worse, and with it came very serious pain. The doctors, as it turned out, were unable to save his life, and the family were aware that he would not be able to fight back again. I was able to come and give him the last sacraments, which I know he would have appreciated very much, and he would be very very pleased to have this Mass offered for him at the end of his life too. St. Paul speaks in the reading of today's Mass of death as being like swapping a tent that we stay on here on earth for a dwelling place in the heavens. It's like moving house, if you like. There's something very comforting in that image. Pat's moving house to something better, something more permanent, something more comfortable, something more lasting. In that place, we believe he will have great peace. The Mass today encourages encourages us to have great faith, to believe that God has everything in hand, in the here and now, and what comes later as well. We're encouraged to have trust and confidence in him today. Pat was born on the 16th of April, 1944, in Glasgow, brought up in Bridgeton and in Easter House in the city. His parents, Alice and James, and his brother, James and John, and two sisters, Mary and Susan. As a youngster, I believed he proved to be a good footballer, something that he would be good at later in life as well, and he retained a great interest in it and was very knowledgeable about it too. He could understand football and read a game well. (coughs) He played uh, also in a team called Provincide, uh, which he took uh, great pride in as well. He was very active as a youngster, and the source of great pride to him was that he had won a Duke of Edinburgh Medal (coughs) Award Uh, and he always was very proud of that. When he left school, he worked at the Whiskey Bond, but most of his life was spent in the construction industry where he worked hard and was respected by his fellow workers. He was a steel fixer and worked in many projects and in many big projects, including the Kingston Bridge, the Tenants Factory and Fastlane and the like. He met his future wife, Anne, at the dancing. Uh, They were married on the 25th of July, 1965. 
they lived in the Carlton and the Gorbals and then came to live here in the circuit and at the flats at Cherry Heights. Anne herself was an exceptionally good woman, much loved by everyone in the family. She was humorous and had a sunny nature. We remember her especially on this day in our prayers. They were to go and have two children, uh, Ruth and Alan, and the family was to grow in time, Ronnie and Barra, Barry and Gemma and Alan, and more recent times, Amy and Millie, Oscar, Mirror, Mirren, Lola and Frankie. And he was delighted to see this family grow up and took great pride in each of them. In recent years, he joined the uh, bowling, uh, enjoyed it, uh, was very competitive and made some great and lasting friendships there. He was sad when he had to give this up when his mobility was reduced and limited. He liked, I believe, to join his friends in the pub, uh, more recently uh, Finlay's, uh, and they would sort out the problems of the world. It was that kind of thing. If only people would listen to them, it would be a better world. He was a great uh, punter, uh, as you might know. Interestingly, the family, when they gave me a bit of paper to write things down about him, the only thing that they could find was this paper. (laughs) A William Hill's betting slip. There's, There's something in that, isn't there? The events of his life are written down on a William Hill betting slip. He had, uh, I think you would say, shares in William Hills. And despite betting every day, there is absolutely no sign that he was good at it. (laughs) Plenty of near misses, plenty of seconds, but very little winners. William Hill got richer and he got poorer. He was a big man physically and very strong, but he was also a very big personality too. He could, as you might imagine, and as you might know, fall out with folk. He was plain speaking, straightforward, which very often led to clashes. I don't think that he was one to back down or very often to admit that he was wrong. As mentioned yesterday evening, people have been very sad to hear of his passing. (coughs) He was very much part of this community here in Canvas Lang. People knew him and liked him very much indeed. Today, this Mass is offered for him at the end of his life, with all the blessings and graces that come with it. Today, he's surrounded by family and friends. He's been in all of their lives and been very much part of their lives. It's difficult, I think, to imagine life without him. But we know that he will always be there in their minds, in their hearts, and they will feel his presence in the months and years to come. Today we pray for peace at the end of his journey, for Pat. There's no more pain, no more limitations brought about by age. He is at peace with God. We come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. 
for the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother Pat, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Pat, our brother, who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, The Old Rugged Cross. Exchange and some 
pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as one alone he accepted death, so that we might all escape from dying. As one man he chose to die, so that in your sight all might live forever. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you and with joy we proclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Pat, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We stand. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. We now join in singing our communion hymn, I Watch the Sunrise. Following all your 
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother Pat may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. On behalf of the family, I thank all that have been present here for the Mass today, and just to say it means a great deal to see so many uh, people here at the funeral. Um, just on behalf of uh, Ruth and Alan just to uh, invite you also afterwards to the mail coach where there will be a small reception you're all very welcome to join the family at that
Please join in singing our final hymn, Walk With Me. Mountain side. 